0: You know, if you take everything I've accomplished in my entire life and condense it down into one day, it looks decent. All right, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to The Decent Show. I am your uh, co host here, Ryan Money, joined by uh, Reagan Horton. Uh, singing our favorite uh, song there, Venom. Uh, we are grinding for you guys tonight. Since we are together, we're just pounding out episodes uh, like John and Kate Plus 8 or whatever. Just um, <laughs> really pumping them out here. I love and it's airtight. Thank you. And uh, tonight it is sports ball, in anticipation for sports ball championships tomorrow uh, in the National Foosball League. <laughs> Uh, So we kind of want to follow up With our last episode of Sports Ball Which was our first episode of Sports Ball Which was not our last episode of Sports Ball So (laughs) nice Excellent Thank you (laughs) Super clear Well done (laughs) You know exactly what I'm talking about and uh, anyway, yeah, we d- we covered kind of some NBA, uh, but most importantly, you know, covered NFL playoffs, kind of our prediction for kind of recapping what happened first round, you know, uh, kind of going over some of our predictions for the second round, and now we're going to be kind of recapping what happened there, telling you what we think is going to happen. Te- technically, today, we're recording this uh, in the early hours of Sunday, so we're 12 hours away from football. Exactly. Uh, actually, less than 12 hours at this point, but uh, holy crap. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna be uh, kind of going over. So Reagan, how you, how you feeling about sports ball? You know, it looks like you kicked uh, my ass according to this piece of paper. Here. Yep, eat that dirt. Yep, love that money. Love that money. <laughs> so where are we gonna find this dirt that I have to eat? In Gamble's Recreational Center. Yes. Recreational Center. Yep. The dirt's not gonna be in the mosh. I only get my sand from yes. the mosh in the mosh. So what? I
1: won. I said that. Uh, Dallas would lose. The Saints would uh beat the the Eagles. I said that the Patriots would lose to the Chargers, which they didn't. Yeah, so let's And then the Chiefs
0: would beat the Colts. I think I got it here. So yeah, you said Chargers twenty seventeen. So yep, yeah, the Patriots won that and they won it somewhat easily, right? It was like forty something to twenty something or
1: it was yeah, it was uh it was thirty five to seven at halftime. And then basically 41, the, Patri- the Patriots just stopped. I mean, that was all the points the Chargers got were in garbage time, you know.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, so, yeah, they just them. absolutely torched them. And I said 24-17. I had it as a low-scoring game, <laughs> uh, but it was forty one twenty eight. So both a little off there. You had the Saints, 38 uh, 38- 17 was wrong again uh that game was low scoring at 20 to 14 and uh, so technically you won that one as well we both picked the saints but your scores were closer to the actual scores you had 38 17 i had 41 21 uh so yeah you were closer there and then let's see what else do we have here um i picked the colts i guess Looks mm-hmm. like I picked the Colts thirty-one twenty-eight. 28 That was not the case. I don't know if I picked that for the Chiefs. Like, Oh, I guess that's my pick for them to beat. I don't know.
1: Do you know what you're doing?
0: No, I don't know what <laughs> i do I shouldn't have a job here. Um, you picked the Rams over the Cowboys. Yes. Um, wait, no you didn't. Yep, I did. I guess. But mm-hmm. that didn't happen. Yeah, it did. It did happen? The Cowboys aren't in the NFC Championship game. I forgot that the Rams and Cowboys played. I don't know why I forgot that. So anyway, yeah, you picked the Rams over the Cowboys. And uh, I don't think we had a score for that game. I think we were just kind of... Yeah, we just I think we both
1: were just like, yeah. Yeah. We want the Cowboys to win, but they're not.
0: Yeah, so you picked the Rams. I went ahead and picked the boys uh, just because I thought they might have a chance. Uh, they did, and the score was kind of close to what I predicted. I think i it looks like I had predicted a score for that game of 28-24. It was 30-22. to Pretty nice. Uh, so decent there. It uh, looks like you'd pick the Chiefs. Uh, I guess you're picking the Chiefs to win this upcoming game here, according yeah. to this sheet. You're expecting the Chiefs to beat the Patriots tomorrow.
1: Yep. and wh- I did have the Chargers going all the way, but,
0: you know, that was ruined. Yeah. And, okay. And uh,
1: so now, I don't know, I...
0: Yeah, I have you here for Saints-Chargers was your predicted Super Bowl.
1: Yeah. So, I don't know. I I mean, I did well in my picks last week. You did not. Thank you. You got to eat that dirt. Yep. Got to get the dirt. And, uh, I don't know. I I don't want to count the Patriots out because they're freaking dominant, super dynasty. They're going to all retire as the best ever, basically. But, I don't know. I just I feel like the... The Chiefs are too good. They just have too much offense. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. He's already won the NFL Writers MVP, but that's okay. not anything. But that's still, you know, he's probably going to win the MVP, and yep. he deserves it, and he's playing lights out, and he didn't freeze up in the, the game and – uh Last week when he was playing the Colts or whatever. Yeah,
0: so his first playoff game, I mean, you know, the team put up 31 points. So, yeah, he he showed up. That's good.
1: And the the defense played well for the Chiefs as well, which has always been their Achilles heel this season is like, can the defense stop them enough to win the game? Okay, yeah. So And I want the Chiefs to go because I'm tired of the Patriots. Yeah. I don't want to see them in the Super Bowl again. And if the Chiefs play the Saints or the Rams, like it's going to be a super exciting game because – the Rams played the Saints, and that was a really close game, high scoring. And then, one of the highest ga- uh, scoring games in NFL history was the uh, Saints, or I'm sorry, the Rams and the Chiefs played earlier on Monday night. It was like 105 points between yeah, the two. Yeah, yeah, that was a great game. It was game. freaking nuts. That game was awesome, and I'd love to get a rematch of that for the championship. I don't think it's gonna happen. I think I'm gonna go Chiefs over the. Should I give you a score? Uh, I can't. Okay. Yeah, just pick it. Oh, just yeah, of course, pick it. it. I'm gonna go with the Chiefs. I think it's gonna be a close game because the Patriots or the Patriots, but it's gonna be super cold. And I mean, they're you know they're the Patriots are used to playing in the cold weather, but I mean it's gonna be a super cold game. I think that crowd is gonna be hyped. I think like the offense is gonna show out. I think the defense is gonna play well enough to get them to the Super Bowl. And then I think in the NFC, I think the Saints are gonna beat the Rams. Unfortunately, just because. I mean, the Cowboys aren't that good. Honestly, they're just not. Like they're yeah. a te- they're you know they're a team that sort of they they made the playoffs and that's great for them. Yep. You know that's that's kind of the season. They're they they're kind of lucky to be there. Yeah, yeah. It's like wow, like good job. You know. You, you yeah.
0: You're not really having a shot at the championship, but. I mean, they made a little splash. I mean, they beat a good Seattle team. They challenged a good Rams team. Yeah, exactly. And
1: if you're having that much trouble with the Cowboys in your home stadium. You're not gonna beat the Saints in their home stadium, which they have a great home field, yep. like crowd that gets super hyped, especially they, in that dome. Yeah, because everybody's you know drunk and celebrating Mardi Gras for all seven months of Mardi Gras. Who did? long it Yeah, exactly. Yeah. everybody's hyped down there, and they're gonna freaking be loud as hell, and everybody mm-hmm. wants like Drew Brees to go out on top, basically. Yeah. And um, I don't know. And the, and the Saints played well last weekend, like too. Their defense actually showed up again, and they usually have a really good offense, and I just feel like the the Rams, are, they, they're missing their second option wide receiver cup. He's out, so they don't have him, and it's just, I don't know, it's just too much. It's just too much to overcome, but, I mean, they've had a good season, and also it's a second- or third-year quarterback, I think, third-year quarterback, uh, Jared Goff, and he struggled, honestly, this season just in big games. Like, he struggled against the Bears. He struggled to, uh, I mean, he beat the Chiefs, but I still, you know, it just what it was, you know. He he struggled, and I just don't think they're going to be able to overcome the Saints. And then I I still think I had the Chargers like in this in the Saints in the Super Bowl. I still think like the Saints are probably going to win the Super Bowl just because they're like really well coached and they've got veteran people who aren't going to, you know, I don't want to say choke, but suffer the big moments where I feel like mm-hmm. even though like Patrick Mahomes and Jared Goff have played well,
0: they're still just not as experienced, and it's just, it's going to come down to that. Okay. And so, your prediction is, uh, let's just, you because know, the bracket's kind of changed. So, I mean, you're expecting the Saints beat the Rams. Uh, mm-hmm. Valid points there. I mean, you've pretty much convinced me on that front. Um, and then...
1: It's going to be a good game, though. Like, all these games are going to be good. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I I would be shocked they if they're should not. should
0: Yeah, they should all be good. Should be. And then... Uh, Chiefs Patriots so uh, you expect the Chiefs to win you expect the Saints to win so it's going to come down to Saints Chiefs Super Bowl yeah. and you have Saints winning Saints. that based on mostly quarterback experience and yeah. um, okay um, so yeah I agree with that um, I, I don't think there's a whole lot for me to say in terms of Saints Rams you pretty much covered it all um, I would say it's really good points um, and so yeah I would agree the Saints are going to win their home field is insane uh, like you said, Drew, B- uh, Drew Brees has been locked in. Uh, golf has been kind of a question mark. And, um, yeah, Saints defense did great against the Miracle Kid, uh, Nick Foles. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, they, they TCB'd that. So, yeah, I got no no problem in the NFC. and the AFC, so in my bracket, um, you know, in the bracket that we've done overall for this playoffs, obviously you uh, overall have won more games in terms of predicting them right. Uh, but... You have Saints-Chargers in the Super Bowls. I yeah. have Patriot-Saints yeah. in the Super Bowls. Still so, possible. So, yeah, that is very possible. And because I have that, I am going to stick with the Patriots winning in the AFC. But based on the points you've made, uh-huh. uh, you know, are, are, are Gronk and Edelman playing uh, for the Patriots? tomorrow? Yeah. They are going to be playing. Yeah. So, I mean, both teams essentially have their full rosters. There's not. Yeah. No Kareem Hunt. But. Of, of course. Uh, but aside from that, yeah everybody's pretty much there for the most part, especially in terms of offense. I mean, defense its kind of tough to keep track of everybody, at least for me. Mm. But in terms of offense, everybody's kind of fully staffed. Yeah. Okay. Then I would like – then it's probably going to be a great game. Then I was going to say maybe, based on some of the points you made, I wouldn't put it past the Chiefs really just coming out there and kind of shocking everybody and blowing out the Patriots and kind of just showing them that, hey, like, you guys are great, but, like, you haven't necessarily, like, you know – It's so hard to judge
1: because the – Chargers have beaten the Chiefs this year, and the Patriots have beaten the Chiefs this year. But the Chargers were so hyped, and everybody was like, "Like, yeah, they've got the they've got the guts to do it because they beat the Chiefs on their own home field. And yeah, like they they got no problem playing on the road, and like they played really well. Like, against they played great, but they played really well against Baltimore. And the Patriots look old, and they don't they don't care they don't care they don't have any motivation. And they get like they get destroyed by the Patriots. You know, they get absolutely demolished by them. Yep. And then it's like, okay, well, am I going to go
0: against the Patriots again and get proved wrong again? Exactly. And, I mean, the Patriots have really been the one, not, I I don't know enough about football, but I would say that the Patriots have really been the only consistent team in the NFL in the fact that they're the number one stroke of consistency because this is their eighth year in this championship game. Straight. straight and 11 uh, since Tom Brady's played exactly and uh, aside from them though it's really to me hard to predict football yeah like i mean i didn't exp- like the bears have been bad for so long and the fact that they were that good this year was interesting to me the eagles winning the super bowl last year kind of stinking this year but then also kind of getting almost back yeah. back to the playoffs again True Brees has been at the Saints for a minute. Yeah, but like this year, they're just they're great. Super like, good. I don't
1: know. I mean, I'm not I don't the know. LA. In the LA Rams year, are yeah. good.
0: The Chiefs are good. Yeah. Like two teams that were previously not so hot now are like elite teams at yeah. thirteen and three.
1: And you know, like just look at the stuff like <coughs> the Cowboys. They don't have like their roster just isn't like they don't have any big names on it. But they made the They won their division. Yep, it doesn't make any sense. And then. The Texans, you know, how many games do they win by, like, three points, seven yeah. points, one point? Yep. Like one, and then one on, like, a missed field goal. Like, yeah. There's so much crazy stuff happens, you know?
0: NFL is tough to predict. Uh, it's kind of like what I was getting at It's just, yeah, It's to me it's tough to predict um, aside from it is relatively easy to bet on the Patriots. Yeah. Um, and so... That's what I'm gonna do. I mean, they looked they looked amazing, or they looked yeah, pretty you know, pretty damn good against the Chargers yeah. uh, because you know they're motivated. This is their time of year. They've been here before. Um, you know, I feel like a lot of times, it, even though the season's super short in comparison to basketball, but it's kind of like something that we say in basketball. Like, there's a lot of times you just kind of. Like, the Warriors are just kind of cruising. Like, yeah. everyone's like, I can't believe the Warriors are losing so many games this year. It's like, they've been there, done that. They know they're better than everybody. They're just waiting for the best time to show you that. There's something like... When it counts. The
1: Patriots, I've, like, started every time they've, like, gone or won, to the, Super, won the Super Bowl. They always start, like, 0-2, 1-3. and, 2, 1 and 3. Like, they always start off, like, really bad. Right? Yeah. And it's like... They're gonna be bad finally, and then they go all the way to the Super Bowl, they win. And it's exactly.
0: Like, wow. <laughs> and maybe that's what they need. They need people telling them they can't do it, uh-huh. so that they can prove them wrong. Whatever it is, I'm betting on the Patriots. Uh, but Chiefs got a shot. Mm. I mean, the way they've been playing, like the fact that Mahomes, you know, played so well in his first playoff game. If he contend- continues to play big in you know the big games, mm. it's gonna be a great game. Yeah. Um, I I wouldn't hope that he would you know choke since he didn't really choke in the first game.
1: I would say that there's no I don't think there's I really would doubt like I'd give it like a one percent chance the Patriots blow out the Chiefs because I feel like the Chiefs are like we ain't losing again to you we saw you destroy the Chargers last week like we're not gonna we're not you know this is our home turf like we're not gonna you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. we're not gonna be laxed you know they're not gonna be. Just oh you know we're we got we got these guys you know yeah I feel like they're gonna it's either gonna be real close Patriots win or the Chiefs are gonna win by any margin of points you know yeah I just don't see the Patriots blowing them
0: out again I just I can't see it you know I I can't either and uh, but again I I have no clue I, <laughs> I think that's what I enjoy that's the main thing that I enjoy about football is like going into every season. I normally don't know who some of the best teams are going to be, and I don't normally know who's going to win the Super Bowl, and even though the Patriots have been the one stroke of consistency, um, you know, they don't win the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. Like, you know, I normally don't know who's going to win the Super Bowl, and it's normally a different team. Like, it's, you know, even though the Patriots have been so dominant, it's still, like, not as bad as the Warriors to me Mm. are to the NBA,
1: yeah, because I mean I don't know. Well, we we should let's use that as a segue. Let's talk about the NBA. Anyway. NBA.
0: Um. So we got Boogie Cousins. Oh, by the way. Um. What's so that? I have Patriots beating the Chiefs, uh, and then I'm just riding the high Super Bowl. I have Patriots beating the Saints. Wow. And Brady retires. You had Saints over Chargers. So does that mean you have you said Saints over Chiefs? Um. And then yeah, I mean if I were the Patriots, yeah, like you kind of mentioned to me earlier off air today. I would say they all retire. Like, if they want to retire, if there's any thoughts of retirement in their head, go out with a ring.
1: Like, Edelman's kind of old. Gronk is not super old, but he's so banged up. Like, he's had so many injuries. Like, dude, take the championships. Take the potential Hall of Fame and, like, and the money and just Mm -hmm. go enjoy life. Like... Now the don't question, destroy your body anymore.
0: <laughs> no point. Yeah, they're rich. Like they, he should be rich. Now, let's say all three of those guys retire. Mm. What happens to Belichick? Um,
1: I don't know. You know, I don't. I don't know if Belichick's age off the top of my head, but I mean, Pete Carroll's like in his seventies and still coaching. So like,
0: exactly. So I just didn't know if Belichick is just like, yeah, like. I don't know how much the dynasty and the legacy means to him. I don't know if he's kind of the same way where he's like. Like, I've had enough. It's hard
1: to tell what means anything means to him, honestly. Yeah, because, yeah,
0: he's very reserved, doesn't talk a whole lot. So that's what I was just kind of wondering. Like, is he would he be done? Would he go off in the sunset? Or is he just like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to keep coaching. Like, you know, I don't know.
1: They, so. I mean, they have a – like, he's coached a couple of times. Josh McDaniels, like, he's always like a, a name that comes, comes up when a team wants to hire another guy, the uh, Patriots offensive coordinator. And he, like, went back to the Patriots, and I think it was someone like the Jets or someone was – one of the teams without a head coach, in the like, when the season ended, was like, you know, why didn't you talk to Josh McDaniels or whatever? And, they, like, well, Josh McDaniels was just like, well, I don't want to go anywhere. And that and that and a lot of speculation about that is, well, he doesn't want to go anywhere because he's offensive coordinator and Belichick's going to retire somewhat soon and he's going to probably be the next man having that job. And, like, who wouldn't want that job? Yeah, I guess. You know? And another thing is the Patriots have, like, 12 draft picks this year. Like... So everybody could retire, and then they can. Everyone could retire, and they can get super good. Like still. again, just reload. Yeah, and it's draft just like, fresh. God, <laughs> must be nice. It must be. All right. So NBA. Uh, what do you want to? Start? I was going to say Boogie Cousins had his first start. Um, yeah. It was. I don't know. It was kind of. I don't want to say anticlimactic, but I mean, he he scored mm-hmm. a little bit. Like what do you have, Like sixteen points or something
0: i'll pull it up but uh yeah i think he had a nice little amount of points he had he um, fouled out ha- i know that yeah he had three to five threes uh they're leaving him wide the hell open and yeah, they um I mean, of course they're making like splash brother jokes but it's like boogie's been shooting threes i'm pretty sure he's been shooting threes since he was with the kings yeah uh so it is kind of annoying and it's also really annoying that they just left him open like whoever the heck they were playing like it's just the clippers like they're just leaving him yeah and it's like bro he's been shooting like you got to respect it a little bit i'm not saying you got to press him and run him off the three point line you don't want to do that mm-hmm. but at least keep him honest like keep a hand near him like they're just they were just letting him shoot on the highlights that i saw um And I've got the box score pulled up. They beat the Clippers 112-94. to Mm. Uh, DeMarcus Cousins, 14 points, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, fouled out, 15 minutes of play. So 6 fouls in 15 minutes, to to me, the biggest sign of that. Um, Because I didn't watch the game, so I don't know if some of that was like ticky-tack. Yeah. Like stuff that, you know, they just called a foul and it's not a foul. Mm-hmm. Uh but to me, based on that box score, what that tells me is he definitely doesn't have his legs underneath him. And he's like, rough he, around the edges. Yeah. yeah. He was just swiping and not moving his feet, like that kind of stuff. Like he was like winded. Um but again, you know, he tore his Achilles or whatever. It was ruptured Achilles or uh, I don't remember. Something Achilles, right? Yeah. Um so pretty serious injury, so definitely understandable that he's not gonna be the quickest Slack's probably the most confident out there because, I mean, he, he's probably worried that any wrong step, you know, he could do it again. So he's probably self-consciously just not moving his feet, instead swiping, using his hands, thus uh, fouling out.
1: But, I mean, I don't know. It's... I hate to say it, but it's a good sign for them just because he's, you know, in his first game back, yeah, he fouled out, but he has, you know, 16 points and he was able to, and all this time he's been on the team, he hasn't been a cause of any problem. Yeah, they were all happy
0: for him. It was all peace and love, it looked like. Yeah,
1: no one's like, because he's sort of a figure of controversy and, uh, I don't know, kind of a dick. <laughs> yeah. It seems like, but I guess since going there, he's had no problems. So the Warriors are looking good, I feel like, in the next couple of weeks. They'll probably work out the kinks with him, and he'll be in the starting lineup. And... I think he started, didn't he? Well, yeah, but I mean, like he'll be permanently in the starting lineup, and he'll like... be... Contributing quite a bit and that'll be freaking ridiculous again.
0: I mean Boogie's really to me an underrated player, uh because he, he can do it all. Uh, he he's Literally, a big he's yeah. a big man that can stretch the floor, dribble pass, shoot, and he's a good defender, like mm-hmm. down low. Like he'll body people, he'll get blocks and rebounds. Like I mean he really he's very versatile. Uh he does it all, so to me he's pretty um like underranked in that regard um and i feel like he was a good fit in new orleans like he wasn't a huge personality problem he wasn't perfect yeah um but he was he was pretty good in new orleans and like you could tell him and ad were tight because ad wore like they wore you know they wore each other's jersey or whatever for the all-star game like that you know that moment um but he kind of crapped on the fan base i mean he said that i showed you that tweet where he's in the interview and they asked him. They asked him, you know, Boogie, how it felt to be a warrior or whatever, and he goes, "It's like the fakest love I've ever felt. Like I don't know how <laughs> KD and Steph, you know, do it every night or whatever. And it's just like, geez, man, like, kind of just crapping on him there. Now I don't know if any of that was taken out of context, but still, like, seems kind of sketchy.
1: Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean that's him though. That's him doing his thing, and he's, he is he is set to play and start his next game against the Lakers. Which sucks for the Lakers because they lost in overtime to the Rockets. You know, they had at least a 20-point lead,
0: like, and they blew it. And they they blew, it. blew it. Yeah, nice. Um, Are they playing? I no, enjoyed seeing playing.
1: that. I'm not going to lie to you.
0: <laughs> oh, it was so great. I thought we were down and out. I thought we were going to lose, and we were kind of doing that thing to where <clears> – <throat> We're kind of keeping it close, like keeping it within single digits, but never really getting it closer than four, like not getting it closer than one possession, really. Mm -hmm. So I was like, great, here we go. Like, this sucks. And then it kind of kept getting up to seven or eight, and I'm like, come on. And I go to the bathroom, Harden hits two threes, of course. And gets it within two, and then I was like, "Oh, now it's a ball game." Yeah. And sure enough, Eric Gordon hits a ridiculous three. It looked so awkward too. He <sighs> was like leaning into it and like hesitating, but in he made it. Drained it, yeah. Like in the air, like coming down, like as he's shooting it, not like going up with it, like it's normal. Yeah. um Jump shot. There makes it overtime, and then we were pretty pretty wet in overtime, so that was. That's true. What else you got on your notes over there? Any, that was awesome. Uh, so uh, the Warriors scored 51 points in a quarter. Any God. thoughts on that? Uh, 51 <laughs> points in the first quarter. Most of them.
1: That's all. all right, next topic.
0: Okay. Awesome. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. Because uh, I think what they say, like Steph, Clay, KD, all had like 25 points plus, like yeah. for the game or the first half or yeah, and they just something ridiculous. Sla- and
1: they slaughtered the Nuggets. The they basically took the number one seed from them in the most embarrassing way possible,
0: which to me shows that when they're motivated, no one's no one's touching them. No right? one's touching them. Yep, the the and, Nuggets. Yeah, the Nuggets are never going to be able to touch them.
1: And it shows to me that I don't want to I don't want to say it in a mean way. I guess the best way I can put it like they're overachieving, but the Nuggets aren't for real. They're not.
0: You know? They're not. No, I mean the Nuggets are nice. I like Jamal Murray. I like Jokic. Uh, but they're they need, not. <laughs> they need one
1: more piece, and
0: they're they're they're, gonna... they're in the wrong conference basically. Yep. Oh, definitely. Uh so yeah, they're they're not going to be able to touch the Warriors. And then speaking of, you know, getting straight up embarrassed, um, you know, Jimmy Butler and the 76ers recently played his former team in the Minnesota Timberwolves mm. and destroyed them by like 56, I believe. Yeah. It was something outrageous and then Embiid had the uh, the troll tweet of you know, glad we could take our third stringers and you know get a big win tonight, uh, kind of thing. And it was in reference to when Jimmy Butler apparently went while it's on 42. the Wolves. It ended up being forty-two. Forty-two. I mean, it was a slaughter. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're good. And while he was on the Wolves, he took the third stringers and beat the starters. Um, you know, back when he was with the Wolves at like a practice. So that's what Embiid was referring to because that story was covered like when it happened. Mm-hmm. So Embiid with the trolling tweet, um, which is funny because they had, like recently interviewed him asking why he's not as active on social media, why has he stopped trolling, and he's like, ah, you know, I just kind of stopped or I've kind of grown up or whatever. Mm. And then now he's right back on it, like, <laughs> with the trolling tweet. So I don't really know what's going on there. I like um,
1: it. I'm not going to lie to you. I like
0: it. <laughs> oh, I do too. And I'm uh, speaking of the Wolves, I don't know how, how much things are affecting them, but, I mean, they fired Thibodeau. Yeah. Uh, they fired Tibbs, and now they've uh, replaced him with uh, Flip Saunders' son. Um, Flip Saunders was the former coach of the Wolves, who had passed away. Um, so now his son's coaching the team. Young guy, like 32. So he's, there's players that are significantly older than him, and he's coaching them.
1: Dude, honestly, like the only thing I gotta say about that is, I mean, I get that you really want to inflict change, and you want to. You want to just turn the page and move on, you know, and have a better squad. But what is the point in firing your coach in the middle of the season, you know? You're not going to be able to pick up anybody, like, to coach that's good, probably.
0: Probably not.
1: And you're not – it's not – I mean, it's not going to be a bait-and-switch sort of thing. It's not like, oh, we we got a different coach now, so now we're going to be able to beat all these other teams. Like, the Wolves are in the wrong conference again. Like, they're in the hardest conference – they're in the harder conference – and they're just—they're not. There's no talent there, and no one wants to play there either, which sucks.
0: Yeah, it does. And they had a nice thing going, and it's already kind of ruined. Uh, it looks like Wiggins is never really going to pan out to what people want him to be. Um, apparently, Cat's soft. Uh, great player, great wow. talent, but apparently, you know, he's a little too soft uh, mm-hmm. for Jimmy, um, or just in general. And the only thing I will say to that note, though, is I mean. I've never thought Tibbs was a good coach. I mean, yeah. he's always been, you know, kind of covered as, like, old school and just doesn't really fit today's game. He's, like, really just not very offensive-focused, uh, mostly defense, and he overplays his starters. He doesn't have good player rotations and kind of, like, getting people rest at proper times and I mean, distributing, distributing minutes.
1: There were some Bulls teams there that should have gone further. T- yeah, to the fi- i think the finals, honestly. Like, yeah. And he had Derrick Rose in his prime. And- yeah. You know, they were up, like, 3-2 on the heat or whatever. Like, he should have been able to close that out.
0: Yeah, and I, and I feel like those Bulls teams were blessed and plagued with Derrick Rose because, I mean, he is like what James Harden is to the Rockets right now. Like, as of right now with, like, their injuries, the fact that it was all Derrick Rose. And if Derrick yeah. Rose didn't have it, if you shut down Derrick Rose, that was it, was it. over, yeah. It was over. He just didn't. And, that, and Tibbs was fine with it. He's like, yeah, Derrick, you do it all. And we're going to play good defense on the other side for the other four guys and, you know, be a solid team but mm. not good enough. So, yeah, I've never I've never thought Tibbs was a good coach. That, so, so maybe Saunders' son, um, you know, I think his name's Ryan, actually. So Ryan nice. Saunders. Uh, hopefully he'll, I guess, be a better coach, better fit for them. Because they still have some talent. Yeah. I mean, because uh, Covington and Sarich from the Sixers are nice. Mm. They're nice little players. I mean, and if Wiggins and Towns could sack up. I mean that, that's four solid guys, and I think technically, if you wanted to, all four of them could be at the same court on the court at the same time, yeah. and that would make them lengthy as shit. And they just need a little point guard to kind of run the show, mm. and that'd be a nice starting five right there. Or spread them out, so now you have a nice little bench. Like either way, like they have a nice team.
1: Yeah,
0: it's not like they're shitty.
1: That's the thing that like I, I mean I like I like uh, sports ball. I yeah. like uh, basketball and football. I don't know which one I like more. It kind of just depends on my mood. And but the team's playing. That is also a factor. I mean, I'd, I'd rather watch either than college anything, honestly. Yeah. Um, Most of the time. And uh, But, like, the thing about basketball that really sucks is, like, you were just saying how any year, like, it could be any team's year, you know. Like, In the NFL. Know, yeah, for all we know, next year the Browns can win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, and that would be... I mean, right now that would be kind of nuts, but like by the time we get to this room, we'll be like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Like,
0: you know, yeah, they had a great year. Baker Mayfield came together. They got a couple other draft picks they needed, yeah. or they made this move or that move, and boom. Exactly,
1: but then it's just like the Timberwolves have like never been anything, you know? No, like, you look at these teams. The Nets have never been anything. I mean, the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, I guess the Jersey yeah. Nets have been something, but they've they, been, yeah, they've and, gone
0: to the finals at least. But yeah, the Brooklyn. haven't been anything in forever.
1: You know? Yeah, like all these. I mean, even though they're again, all, even though they're getting good now, but it just. All these teams are never anything, really. Honestly, like, I mean, before Gi, but uh, before Yossi, the Warrior, they-
0: before the Warriors are what they are now, they were never anything.
1: No, but I mean, for every Warriors, you have a, you know, you have a Denver that never really did anything. Like, yeah, the a, Cavs were never anything. The Cavs were never anything. But again, were like, what were the Cavs? The Cavs were a, a team to be reckoned with for two years. Out of their entire existence, you know, because they never they got swept by the. They wasn't even close the year they went to the Spurs. Like it wasn't yeah. even a it wasn't even a competition. Yeah. And LeBron never made it to the finals again. And then he went to the Heat and all that. And then yeah. he went back to the Cleveland. Back to Cleveland again. And then like they ran into the Warriors. So they yeah. And they beat them once. And they made it competitive another year. But I mean, again, like yeah, because the Warriors got so good. But that is literally just. I'm not saying it can happen. I'm just saying it's so unlikely. Yeah. Like, next year, the Timberwolves will not be in the Western Conference Finals. I will bet any amount of money on it. And so will a lot of people just because there's not... Just because you know. There's no way. There's no way. There's no way. You You know,
0: yeah. The teams that are most likely to be there are the teams that we already know. The teams that are already either established or Mm -hmm. have good markets to get established quickly.
1: And part of it is just, you know, careers last longer in the NBA and your body deteriorates less and... You know, it's more skill-based as opposed to strength and, like, conditioning and stuff like that. Like, you need to be able to run really fast and for a long time and lift a shit ton of weight. And in the NBA, like, you need to have some decent cardio and you just work on your shot, you know?
0: Pretty <laughs> much. Yeah. So, um, I mean, to, stay,
1: to stay relative to of what, how good you are. You have to, oh, be, yeah. a, you have to no, be a badass definitely. as
0: well. Um, and, yeah, football has way more <laughs> X factors. I mean, you know... Um, you know, football one guy can only do so much, but mm-hmm. in basketball one guy can do a lot. Yeah, like Harden is literally doing it all. And then like LeBron with the you know, with the Cavs pre pre the Heat, like before he went to the Heat, mm-hmm. you know, the Cavs were nothing. Like you said, they're awful team. But they're always one of the best teams in the East and went, you know, pretty deep in the playoffs pretty much every year, like at least got out of the first round uh with one guy mm-hmm. doing it all. So um. yeah, sports ball is crazy. And uh, the Rockets play again on Monday. Any, uh, any further thoughts the on MVP
1: or anything like that?
0: MVP for what, NBA? Yeah. Maybe. To me, it's still Harden. I don't know how Harden isn't. Yeah, okay. And now, again, still plenty of season. Something plenty. could change. But if you told me, who's the MVP right now? It's James Harden. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Because, um, I mean, really, weather... His teammates are there or not, you know, the team's on his back and he's putting up the numbers and he pretty much always puts up the numbers. Yeah, true. Uh whether Chris Paul's there or not. Almost at fifty tonight. Yep. Know? Exactly. Um because yeah, even when we have a full squad, I mean Capella could be there and get twenty and twenty, and Chris Paul could be there and get twenty and ten. Hart could still go for thirty or forty. Like he could he's still putting up the numbers. It's still his team. Uh so to me, yeah, there's no way he's not the MVP. And, man, damn near plays all the time. Like, I get scared if he's, like, missing games. Uh, And it's rare that it happens, but I get scared when he falls. I hate it when he misses games because we're just, we're we're shit without him. (laughs) Um, So, what do you think? I I honestly think there's a
1: chance that they kind of hoe him out of it because. Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh,
0: Oh, yeah. I don't think they'll give it to him.
1: I I mean I don't, I don't know I just like off the I might be completely wrong about it but I just feel like the NFL usually gives the MVP to the best player I feel like where as the NBA like has all these different things it does which just doesn't make any sense to me like I don't get how Steph Curry can win it because he's the like on the best team and the team is like winning all these freaking games you know but then Westbrook can win it and he's literally just carrying his team because his team isn't that good outside of him and then, you know, even with James Harden, it's like he can win it because he's, you know, he's the best player on the best team like last year. And then this year he's not on a, a great team. Like, the team is playing pretty bad, actually. They're playing terrible. But he's willing them into contention in every game. Mm-hmm. But he might not win it just because I just feel like it's such a such a crapshoot because it's – I mean, it is all opinionated, honestly. I mean, it, it is. It all comes down to opinion. And I just – I feel like some of these guys are – Guys, some of these Associated Press guys, like I don't want to say they're jaded or something, but they're just—I
0: don't know—I don't get where their opinion. I
1: don't get where their opinions come from.
0: Well, and I agree with you there. And my point to that is, like, you know, in the NFL, really the MVP is you know, best quarterback. Basically, yeah, basically best quarterback. But at least it's decided upon on stats. Yeah. And then in the NBA, like kind of like you said with the Associated Press, it's decided by the media. Like the media creates the narrative, creates the message, and so they they present you with who they think the MVP is, and then, like, people just run with that. Yeah. Like, that's how everybody feels, basically, is how, like, I guess the reporters feel, and where they get their opinions and their agenda, I don't know, uh, because the MVP is always, yeah, it's always, it's like, you know who's going to win it, because the media almost, like, tells you that. Yeah, and they like, always hype
1: it that way anyway. Like, ESPN only show who's, like... Like, have you ever seen a a Giannis commercial before this year? Exactly. No. And now you see a billion of them. They have, like, graphics made up for it, and every game he's in, it's hyped up. Yeah,
0: and he's on the cover of 2K. Yeah. um, Yeah, and then I know that, like, on the jump, they talked about how, like, the MVP is just a stupid award. Like, everything about it's dumb. Um, You know, they want to mix up the awards in the NBA, do, like, best offensive player, best defensive player. Uh, maybe even separated by conference, kind of like the MLB does. Um, and then maybe even do, like, you know, best player in the regular season, best player in the playoffs, or make the playoffs a factor in terms of deciding the best player if in the wait league. wait that
1: long, it should be a factor. Because it's dumb that they wait that
0: long. Yeah, now that they've moved the MVP to being awarded. Instead of the MVP being awarded in the first round of the playoffs, it's being awarded after the season's over. So Who
1: cares? Like, who yeah. cares at that point?
0: Exactly, nobody. So, yeah, if you're going to do it like that, make it. uh, Yeah, just they want to mix up the awards, and a couple of the ideas they had for mixing up the awards definitely is a lot better than what they have now because, yeah, I don't like the way they do MVP now. Um, So, yeah, I would like it separated. Plus, you just get more awards. Again, like, yeah, best offensive player, best defensive player, best player in this conference, in that conference. Um, Yeah, and then like a playoff, more playoff awards. Or make the playoffs a factor for the regular season awards. Yeah, I agree. There's a few different things they could do. Hopefully, they do them. Um, if not, it's kind of stupid. Uh, the All-Star Draft will be televised this year. Oh really? Um, don't know if I'm gonna watch it or not. I've never really cared for a draft anyway. But uh, like diehard fans, like it's good for them. Like it make I don't. It's stupid that they didn't draft it the first year that they did it. Uh huh to me that was really dumb and of course now they're doing it this year because everyone told them how dumb it was that they didn't do that exactly so because especially cuz there was so much tension and drama last year with like Kyrie and LeBron and Steph and KD and just all that kind of stuff like who's going to craft who hey oh, yeah, you said that thing where the Kyrie where like uh he apologized to LeBron yeah
1: and I'm like what's the deal with that you know
0: i don't how did that come up i don't like, i don't either i don't, I don't really like, it just came it's up just out of random, nowhere
1: random interview i guess I guess people have been prying him about that forever, and he's just always been like, no comment, no comment. And he was just like, yeah, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, he's like, yeah, I had to call up LeBron, you know, tell him, hey, you know, I'm sorry for being that kid, I guess, for like – I don't know if he was apologizing for breaking up, like, you know, for leaving the team or leaving the way he did. But he's like, yeah, I was just a young kid that wanted it all, and I got it all and realized how hard it was or something. Something to that effect, it's just like –
1: and now there's rumors that he's coming to L.A. next year.
0: Yeah, they're like, well, that's the thing. I feel That'd be like so dumb. <laughs> because, because of the apology, I feel like they create that rumor. Yeah. Because that would just make him look bad. Like, he's already kind of looking bad doing this, like, doing this apology it thing. He looks bad that he's apologizing, which is weird. Yeah, so that makes him look bad. And then he'd look really bad by reuniting. Yeah. To me. But then at the same time, he would look bad for, like, a day. And then the next day, everyone'd be like, "The Lakers, Kyrie, and LeBron—it's all a fairy tale." That's the thing. Like, ever since
1: LeBron went to the Heat, and then Durant went to the Warriors, I think players are just like, "Man, who gives a shit? Like, I'll just do what I want. And yeah, I'll take the freaking blowback for yeah." A f- well whatever you know for Duran I feel like it was a year
0: or so he might still be getting it but it's a blessing and a curse for the league guys are just like yeah I don't care I'll do whatever the
1: hell I want I'll go wherever I want I'll mm-hmm. take whatever deal I want I'll play with whoever I want yeah.
0: like you're
1: going to like crap talk me for some short amount of time and then years from now people will be talking about like oh man they were so good when they won the championship yeah. and like they'll never even think about all this blowback
0: yeah i don't know to me it's a blessing and a curse for the nba because the players have so much more freedom, mm-hmm. so more things change, which can potentially make it exciting for year to year. Yeah. Um, you know, like when the Timberwolves got good, you're like, dang, Timberwolves got an awesome big three now. And then that, like, that fell apart, and all of a sudden Jimmy's in the Sixers. Yeah. You're like, dang, the Sixers are crazy now. And then, um, you know, kind of like the, the formation of the Warriors and the Rockets, like stuff like that. Yeah, that doesn't happen in the NFL. Like, could you imagine if like Brady and Roethlisberger and Rivers and all these dudes, like all these great quarterbacks, are just like,
1: man, oh, I want to throw yeah. I want to
0: throw to Antonio Brown this year. Like, I want to throw to Julio Jones. Like, you know, like I just want to move around. Like, if the NFL, the like contracts
1: are way more strict too, so they can't just like
0: exactly pick
1: up this team wants to pick up this one and we can exactly. go over the budget. Yeah, the NBA is
0: like so free and willy nilly, so that so it makes it exciting. Because, like, the trade deadline, free agency, Mm. like, these things are exciting in the NBA. Like, you're like, what's going to happen? Like, what's going to change? But it's also a curse because then, because there's so much mobility and freedom, we have teams like the Heat and the Warriors that come into formation. Um, That are just nuts, you know? Yeah. You go
1: from being good to being ridiculous. Unstoppable. So,
0: yeah, it's a blessing and a curse because... And the NFL, like, I don't know if I've ever really given a shit about the trade deadline or free agency. Yeah. Not a whole lot happens, again, because the NFL is so much more strict. The contracts are very strict, and the NBA is so much more free, um, you know, for the players. Like, it's definitely like a player's first league. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, it's got its benefits, and I like them for the most part. But, yeah, I'm always scared that at any given moment, you know, the Lakers are just one or two moves away before, from becoming more powerful than the Warriors, and then it's, Still, just gonna you know it's gonna be a two two team league. You know the Warriors and in the same LeBron. conference, yeah. yeah, in the same conference now, yeah. Thus ruining the finals because you know whoever wins the West wins is the most finals. wins. Yeah, yeah. so kind of yeah. ruins the finals.
1: And unfortunate. So All right, let's let's wrap this episode up. Yeah, you sports got any final thoughts on this? the sports
0: ball? We got some. <clears throat> you know, again, just kind of recapping here. You know, we've got the. um Chiefs winning over the Patriots by you, me, uh, Patriots winning over the Chiefs. And then the other game was the Saints-Rams. We both had the Saints. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we'll see how that goes. And uh, we will do a follow-up episode on how the remainder of sports ball went uh, for this weekend. Maybe previewing a little Super Bowl action. Um, And this is, you know, some of this sports ball might get to the point where we probably just throw it in another episode at some point. So, I mean, be on the lookout. You know, we'll let you guys know. We know you guys. You're wondering what's going on. So, yeah. Uh, Reagan, any final thoughts? You want to take us home?
1: Uh, Yeah, uh, just uh, hit us up on iTunes. We're on there. Subscribe to our podcast. Uh, Throw us a like. Thanks for watching this video. Um, Check us out on Twitter. We're trying to get more involved in the audience, trying to see if we can maybe reach out for Fan topics, uh, fan discussions. And if there's any way we can incorporate you more, uh, we're gonna try to get that done. That'd um, be hot. Uh, yeah, I think that's that's probably it. Thanks for uh, joining us.
0: Good night.